Thank you for joining Sumter Chapel's weekly podcast. We hope that this message encourages you and speaks life to your spirit. As always, we pray that this podcast will further God's kingdom by seeing one more made new. Now, let's get started with today's message. So we're talking about describing when we're most comfortable and then times where we may have felt unsafe or uncomfortable. Um, We hear a lot of talk in our culture today about safe spaces and things that trigger people, right? You've heard this. You've heard the conversations going on or posts online about people talking about safe space and then things that trigger people, things that make people feel unsafe. Um, Of course, some people make fun of it. You see people making fun of it. Others empathize with it. They can identify with it. They can say, yeah, that, I mean, I can see why the person didn't feel safe in that um, situation. I find it just really interesting, though, more than anything. I find it interesting and fascinating because I think it points to something that we all connect with. I think it points to something that we all connect with, that there's this feeling in us or this longing within us um, to feel safe, to feel secure, to feel loved, known, um, cared for, listened to, surrounded by people we trust or friends. I think this whole conversation that's happening in culture, even the ones that are kind of making fun of it or downplaying it, I, I think what they're confused by is what it's pointing to, is this deeper longing or a deeper sense that we have a need in us for our soul, like the deepest part of who we are, to be at home somewhere. That that we have this need within us, that that it's not just a outward comfort, it's not just like a, I'm going to wrap myself in a blanket and watch TV, outward comfort, but there's a need where it's like, I can just feel comfortable or at home um, no matter what's going on around me. So our soul's home or the place that our soul is at rest or feels safe, right, or comfortable. And, And we see that many across the generations of humanity, right, skeptics, religious people, like people across generations of humanity have have searched for this, that there's been something within them, even though maybe they had achieved great things in their life, like C.S. Lewis, who was an intellectual giant in his day, even though they had achieved and found all these things fulfilling, they still felt like there was something more. There was, there was something more where they had to connect to something at a deep level, and there was a home for them, a, a spiritual home for their soul, in a sense. So the, the principle for the, today, the talking point or truth for today that, that we're going to say together, if we're going to use today's language to explain that idea of the soul being home, is that God's presence is my safe space. So say that with me. God's presence is my safe space. And we're going to see in Scripture that God creates us that way, that we have a creator God whose presence becomes the place where we feel most at home, where we feel most at home because we were created for that. I never really jump around. I'm not a huge fan of jumping around Scripture. I usually stay in one place. But 
I've got three verses from th- three different parts of the Bible to kind of re to kind of emphasize this to show us that across the scope of the story of the Bible we see God's presence is the place where our soul should find its home. So Genesis one two is the first one at the beginning of creation. It says in the beginning in verse one in the beginning God created the heavens and earth. Verse two. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God, God's presence, was hovering over the surface of the waters. So at the very beginning of creation, we get God's presence hovering or there in this very evident way, right there at creation, right there at the very beginning. God's presence is where we were meant to find our home. In Luke one thirty-five, we just went through the holiday season, so you've probably heard this verse if you were in church at all about um, about Jesus being born. But in Luke one thirty-five, we get the angel replying to Mary after he tells her you're going to get pregnant, <laughs> and Mary's like, "What?" The angel says, "The Holy Spirit will come upon you." And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby will be born holy and will be called the Son of God. You get the similar language to creation. The Spirit of God hovering. And right here the angel says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. It's this idea of God's presence will like envelop you. Will envelop you. You'll be surrounded by God's presence. You will be home in God's presence. And then in Acts 1.8, Acts 1.8, but, and it's Jesus talking to his disciples, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So scripture across the story talks about God's presence, his spirit coming upon people and people finding their home, their soul's place, the place where they feel at rest and and where they were meant to be in God's presence. Um, Let's pray after we've heard the word of God read. Father, we thank you that you desire for us to find our home in your presence because that's how you created us and we thank you that you provide us opportunity to feel at home feel at rest and be found um, in you being made whole and being made new because of your presence in our life Uh, continue to impress that upon us in this new year as we seek you out and you pursue us and it's in jesus name we pray amen so these passages describe, right, God's spirit at creation, hovering over all of creation, and all of creation is, is within his presence. Then God's spirit hovering over Mary at the birth of Christ, right, that God births himself. This is a whole weird thing, I know. It's one of those mysteries that we'll never figure out. But his presence hovers over Mary at the birth of Christ. And then the description of Jesus to his disciples at the beginning of the church, what we would call the church, the people of God that are called out, his spirit comes upon them, he says. It's my spirit that's going to come upon you. And as my spirit comes upon you, as you find yourself surrounded by my spirit, 
you will then begin to talk about me. You will then become my witnesses. You, your lives will be testimonies where you, basically your life will show people who I am. And so as much as we as humans have tried to find our home elsewhere, our fulfillment in other places, as much as across humanity we have attempted to find fulfillment and to find a place for our soul to be at rest in other places, it's never worked out. We've always fallen short. I mean, even in the creation story that we referenced to in Genesis 1, by Genesis 3, the first humans are even trying to find their soul's home within themselves. They're even trying to find that fulfillment within themselves, looking within themselves for that place of fulfillment for their soul. And what does end up happening? It ends up not working out. <laughs> they don't find it there, right? In fact, it, it ends up limiting them from being in the presence of God, in God's presence where their souls were really at rest. And so we see this tracking across humanity that God creates us to find our safe space, our home in him, in his presence, and yet we seem to try to find it in other places and keep seeking it out everywhere else but in his presence. And we keep coming up short. And of course, Scripture describes that as, as sin, right? That we put value in another thing or another person or even a place as if that thing or person or place is going to satisfy us to the deepest part of who we are, is going to cause us to feel at home and at rest, going to cause our soul to feel at peace. And yet, it never happens. And we, and we keep trying. And even sometimes we keep trying to do that as humans and try to be in the presence of God, and it still doesn't work out because we're trying to do both. And that ends up being sin. We end up putting more stock in ourselves or in things or in other people than we put in the presence of God to make us feel at home. And what he wants to remind us in those moments, in those moments where we are focusing on these other things as trying to satisfy us, is that he has offered us his presence to the highest degree that we have access to his presence at any time, anywhere, all we have to do is call on the name of Jesus, right? The very fact that God went so far as to not say, my presence is here, you got to get to me, but said, I'm going to bring my presence into humanity. I'm going to bring my presence right to you through Jesus should just completely blow our minds. That, that God, creator God, didn't say, okay, you're out here trying to find all these other ways to fulfill yourself, even even though deep down that longing can only be fulfilled in me, I'm going to create all these steps for you to be able to get to me. Instead, he came to us and said, here's my presence. Here's access to it through faith in Christ. Here's where your soul's going to find its home through faith in Jesus. It should just blow us away. And then on top of that, then he goes a step further, right? And Jesus says to his disciples, not only... Can you now be connected back to the creator God whose presence you long for? But 
God's going to actually send his spirit to rest upon you. He's going to send his presence to actually be in you and in your life as you place your faith in me and as you begin to live out your faith in the world. He will actually send his spirit to surround you in your daily life and as you go about this walk on the world. So this truth that God's presence is our safe space is reaffirmed to us through the gospel, the story of Jesus Christ and the story of his spirit that then is sent into the world to rest upon the church. So God is my safe space is a truth that we have to begin to wrestle with. And I've struggled with this most of my life. I think we probably all have. I've struggled with this searching for safe spaces in all the wrong places. Ah, that could be a song. Um, I've searched for trying to find a place where I was going to feel at home or at rest, right? And I know you all have too, where you keep putting stock in this next thing, whatever it is, a career or whatever it is, other people, even just things that you enjoy, right? I'm going to feel more at home at this thing that I enjoy, video games, sporting event, whatever, reading a book, and, and they may help. Those things may help you disconnect from the things that are causing stress and provide you rest and all those kind of things, but they never fully end up satisfying like being fully aware of God's presence surrounding you, right? And that's the key, is this spiritual awareness. That's why this series we're doing, Awoken, and we're putting the emphasis on woke in the middle. That's what this whole series is about. That we're going to look over the next three weeks at this coming, becoming aware of God's presence. Not just, um, not just knowing that he's there. Not just having this general idea that God is around. But responding to his presence and becoming aware of it. Because that's... That's how transformation happens in our life. When we find our home in his presence, that's how we begin to be changed into the people he created us to be. And, and so this spiritual awareness is waking up to God's not just generally present, but he is present. He's fully present, and I can fully walk into his presence and experience him fully in this moment this responding to his presence that is in our life, that's what's key. And so I've found that in all of my trying to find a soul's home in other places, whether I'm alone or I've been in some sort of a large group worship or it's through close friendships with other believers who are also seeking after something more, something deeper, I've found that it's only when I've responded to his presence, it's only when I've responded to his presence that I've been changed, that I've been made new, that I've become this person that in my mind somewhere I always longed to be, that I took steps towards that by responding to his presence in my life during those times. Because I've found at the, at the end of the search for God, a home for my soul everywhere else that it's been God's presence it was the only place that I found home comfort rest wholeness right God's presence be is my safe place it's the only safe space 
And so the, the, the struggle for me is not whether I know that that's true. The struggle is he's always speaking. He, he's always speaking. I have access to where he has spoken to generations before me, the scriptures. Am I listening? He's always calling. There's always, his presence is always nudging me to do something. Am I following? So it's not whether God is present. It's whether I'm aware of his presence and whether I'm responding to his presence. In the situations of my life, throughout the day, here this morning, as we gather as his, as his people, and his presence is here, am I responding? And so the same goes for y'all as it goes for me as it goes for everyone, right? That his presence is in you if you've placed faith in Christ. His presence is around us as we gather in his name. How will we become aware of it, become more aware of his presence and finding our home in his presence? And how will we respond to it? And those are kind of the same thing, the awareness and the response. But how will we become aware, spirit, more spiritually aware of who God is and how he's at work in our lives and how will we respond to it? And so this new year, I want to challenge all of us. I'm challenging myself, but I want to challenge all of us in this new year that we begin to f- find our soul's home in him, in God's presence alone, not just in the, the more you know, temporary surface level things where we can find rest and peace here and there. I, I enjoy just hanging out with a good conversation with friends as, as much as the next person, like I described as that being one of the places I'm comfortable. But ultimately, that never satisfies me as deep as having the serious conversations with those that are striving after becoming like Christ like I am. Or those times in worship where I just fully embrace singing to God and not worry about anything else going on in my life in that moment, right? When those moments happen where I fully respond to God's presence and I'm aware of it, I'm more at home and more fulfilled and more whole in those moments, each of those moments as I experience them. As I'm spending time in prayer, in intentional prayer, not just like pass by prayer, like this happened in my life, God, will you take care of this? But like, I actually just remove all the distractions and just spend even just a couple minutes like, okay, God, I'm going to pray for these people in my life. In those moments where I fully respond to God's presence because I'm aware of it, I begin to find my soul's home. And each time I go back to it, I become more and more at home in his presence, find my safe space more and more, and so then whatever else is going on in my life, I can handle because my soul is at rest because it's found its home and its safe space. So I'm going to challenge y'all the same way I'm going to challenge myself, that we spend more time in prayer this year than we ever have, that we are more intentional. Okay, each day I'm going to start doing these this five minutes where I just remove all the distractions in my life and I'm just going to spend five minutes Maybe that grows to more, but start with just five minutes. I'm going to spend five minutes. I'm going to read Scripture every day. And I've got a Scripture that I'm going to challenge you all to read with me this week every day in preparation for what we're going to be talking about next week. 
And so you already know the scripture that God's speaking to you about as we come together next week to talk about it. So reading scripture, worship as we begin to sing to God together each week, that we would kind of lose ourselves in that, that we would just sing with abandon and just say, okay, God, your presence is here and I'm going to speak to you during this time through singing. Singing is just like prayer. It's just out loud and with other people, right? It's just talking to God. And so I'm just going to sing, maybe responding in another way. Maybe there's a way, other, another way you're going to find yourself being called to respond to God. But whatever way it is that you just become aware of God's presence and willing to respond to him, willing to respond to him. It might even look like some really out-of-the-box practices in our culture, like silence, setting aside time for silence in your life, or just you turn off everything, you, you just, you're silent, and you just rest. Or fasting, that you begin to give something up, you take something in your life that usually consumes your thoughts or your desires, and you give it up, and you take a break from it, and you allow yourself to refocus. So I challenge you to begin to think about ways. How, how can you and how can we as a group become more aware of God's presence and begin to respond to God's presence because this truth, I'm going to have you say it with me again, is true for us today as much as it's been true for every generation before us, that God's presence is my safe space. Say that with me. God's presence is my safe space. Um, we're going to enter a time of just singing and worship and response. And I encourage you, even though we're um, a small group, <laughs> a small group of us right now, uh, I encourage you just to sing out, to sing out in worship, to respond in worship there's some kneeling pads along the side of the stage if you want to kneel in prayer um, we have our prayer wall i went ahead and removed all the all the prayers that have been put up on it last year we're going to start fresh if you want to respond by writing down a prayer on a new note card and sticking it in there as just an offering to god i would do that as well um, but just we're going to stand we're going to sing we're going to lose ourselves in worship even in this just this short moment if you need to spend time in prayer, if you need to kneel, if you need to sit, if you need to pray, if you need prayer, just come grab me. I'll pray with you. I'm more than willing to pray over you and pray with you. Be thinking about during this time, though, how God is calling you to respond to his presence and calling us to respond to his presence. And be thinking about people in your lives that he's going to be calling you to go be his presence to them as well. There's going to be people in your lives that he's going to make you aware of that he wants you to be his love and his presence to them. He wants you to go to them and show them what it means to be in God's presence by being there for them, by talking to them, by getting to know them at a deeper level, by praying for them, maybe just by inviting them come be a part of our meetings each week. Whatever it is, he's going to start to put people on your mind because that's how this works. He, he's a God who is constantly pursuing us and then pursuing other people through us because he knows that we were each created for our safe place, our home to be found in his presence. So as we sing together um, this morning, I encourage you to respond how God um, leads you to respond. We all stand and sing.